boas lines. As boas lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Hello and welcome again. This is the As Bold as Lions podcast. We're so glad you could join us. Yes, we are. Derek and Corey Johnson here. <laughs> and um, we are in the middle of a series on singleness, dating, and marriage. This is called Walking the Path, God's Design for Singleness, Dating, and Marriage. And so if you don't know already, we've been doing these podcasts for about, I don't know, two and a half months, three months, something yeah. like that. Um, but they sometimes, and I'm kind of still feeling out how this all is going forward, but, um, oftentimes we've, we've mirrored whatever is on the blog for that particular week with the podcast. So uh, we've done that a little bit. We've kind of mixed it up with some standalone topics and different things too. Anyway, that's just all, as we call it, housekeeping things, but mm-hmm. we're, we're glad to have you here. Um, uh, really, as we talk about marriage and everything leading, um, everything that we're talking about is leading up to marriage, I would say, through yeah. this series and kind of preparing for, for that. Um, we believe really this is an important topic to revisit from time to time because, because God cares about these things. Mm-hmm. And I believe if we are to marry, he has the right person for us and he has the right process for us to find that person. Um, to date them, to get to know them, and then to enter into the bond of marriage with them. So this week, we are talking about five additional points to this topic of intentional dating. So we introduced that last week for the first five points, kind of rapid fire. Mm-hmm. These are five more, ten total. Um, and because I think <clears throat> this this topic of dating from a Christian perspective is such a large one, we're just kind of barely scratching the surface here, but that's why we're spending so much time on it. Um, but there's definitely implications for walking the path with his guidance or without it. Yes. I think we can say as Christians, we um, can either choose to follow the the plan of scripture and, and the wise and godly counsel that we can gain from others who have perhaps been down this road, mm-hmm. um, or we can kind of, just go it on go our, our own, own way. Go our own way and, and see how that works Start out. Our own path. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, in dating, I, I want to put a disclaimer in front of this is just to say, please remember if you've made some missteps, that God still loves you and He is forgiving. Um, he stands ready to receive you, scars and all, and He has a way that is best for you. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't started dating yet or, um, you know, you're kind of contemplating all this. Hopefully this is just um, giving you the ability to set yourself up for his best, knowing that he can be honored through right and pure relationships. But as we said, ultimately that choice is yours. All right. So just jumping in here with the first point. Um, number one, when you are dating, begin to ask 
can I see myself marrying this person? <laughs> kind of a obvious sounding um, question or point. Yeah. But you should ask yourself if you really see marriage in the future for the person who we are dating. Right. Um, and relationships. And this is just being blunt, but end relationships that don't seem to be going anywhere. Yeah. Um, pray through it first, but be honest and ask yourself why you're in this relationship. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that place where it's just kind of like, right. this isn't really going anywhere. Right. Why, why do, what are we doing here? Where's, right. what's the end goal? Um, and, and really get, you know, if, if you're in that place and you need to step back and just kind of hit pause on a relationship or hit pause on dating altogether, right. um, get, get God's heart for what he desires. And if and when you date again, um, like we talked about last time, don't date just to date. Right. Yeah. Uh, number two, as you get more serious, discuss the deal breakers. <laughs> um, honest conversations before marriage can avoid a lot of heartbreak afterward. Right. And things just like, where will we live? Um, do they, do both want to have kids? If so, how many? Um, will both, Husband and wife work is, um, is the relationship good with the in-laws? Is there com mm -hmm. compatibility issues there? Right. Um, and I guess just, uh, my own example from our marriage, from our dating years is that before we got married, I had already made a decision or was just about to, I think, to go into, mm -hmm. into the Navy. So right. finishing up college and then taking a three year commitment in, in the military and you kind of just having to, I guess, be aware of that pretty quickly up front. And is that something you were on board with or, right. or not? Cause it, it did end up meaning a lot of sacrifice on your end to say, I'm not going to be able to finish school where we, we had met at the same school at North Dakota state university. Right. Um, I was, I, I obviously finished and went into the military you weren't quite done yet, so then you finished where we moved to. But just a lot of, you know, extra things where it's like, it's not just this moment and things are just going to be, you know, you got to kind of see, see the, the bigger big picture. picture. That's yeah, what I'm trying to exactly. say. So, and um, and there may be some flexibility that, you know, needs to be there. And you have had tons of flexibility and I know there are times when I need to be more flexible and not just always go down my own path that I want to go because it's two people equally yoked for, for life. And so anyway, um, leading to the third point, are you equally yoked in Christ? <laughs> I set myself up for that. Um, read that verse from second Corinthians. Pretty simple. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Second Corinthians six fourteen. Okay, so it's I think very important to be on the same page spiritual spiritually speaking as much as possible when right. you meet somebody, um, whether you're in a church or it's extremely important. I think it's huge. Yeah, I think <laughs> like, um, you can't you know put enough emphasis on that. Right. I think this is a a, a very big point out of all the ten that we're talking about mm -hmm. and. You think about this with our own kids, like want them to find, yes, a, a Christian girl from a good home and all that, yes. but kind of want them to be on the same page with a lot of things, you know, with the right. Christian worldview. And, and that's even, you know, up for debate. Like, what does that look like? You know, 
right. today because of where... You don't, you don't want to evangelism date. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is... And that's something I, I, think I, I go into. a lot of time girls can especially have that, like, mm-hmm. view. Like, I can hopefully, to, you know... Lead him to the Lord. Lead him to the Lord or, you know... <laughs> right. And... Nine times out of ten, or ninety-nine times out of hundred, but it's probably probably not going to go the way you're dreaming it will. Right? Yeah, yeah. And um, I like to think, you know, if if you're not both going to church and doing some of these things while you're dating, you know, praying together, reading God's word, attending church, it's not magically going to happen. Once you you say I do, once you say I do, you know, it's gonna exactly. It's going to be hard to get that person to to do that, and so. Be equally yoked, be on the same page, spiritually speaking. I think sometimes there's even two Christians where I've seen he's really passionate for the Lord and maybe been a Christian longer and she's Mm -hmm. newer in her faith and they're just not totally on the same page because they're at different points in their faith. And it's not that the the two of them can't come together and and make something work, but I think a lot of times there's just, um, we set ourselves up for some strife from the beginning when we yeah. just kind of get starry eyed and just all, you know, right. romantic feelings where once those wear off, it's like, well, I have to live with this person now. And we're really, we yeah. really see the world through a different set of lenses. Right. Exactly. So good thing to, to kind of think about and be, mm-hmm. be prepared for. Right. Um, number four is to recognize modesty is important. Yes. Very important. And uh, you had a verse from Colossians that I was going to have you read. Um, Colossians 3.17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So this word modesty, you know, I think today it's it's a hard thing to find and practice in the culture yeah. and even in the church that we... I think it has sometimes like negative connotations too because people get very defensive they want to have the freedom mm-hmm. they have all this freedom in Christ and they like to kind of use that as it's okay to it's okay to do what i want and without thinking about how your actions affect others or even like would you um dress the way that you're thinking of dressing if you're like Colossians 3:17 like doing it unto the name of the lord like right. would you if you were just hypothetically speaking, <laughs> meeting Jesus for lunch, would you dress that way? Right. There you go. That's good. Ooh. Yep. And this is not just a a girl thing. I'd no. say guys are right. are guilty of this too, of just how they can either act or you know, the way they dress or right. guys whatever without their shirt on, working out or like, you know, like yeah. It, this, this it can is, go both. It goes yeah. definitely goes both ways. Goes both ways. Um, I think though, like you said, it's we should dress and act in a way that brings honor to the Lord. Um, and if you're dressing in a certain way to get attention, you maybe need to rethink that a little bit. Yeah. That there's, you know, why why are you dressing that way? Well, I want to catch so and so's eye. You know, right. well, well, what? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. What's is that going to be the best? You know, catch you could find if they're stimulated right. by whatever that exactly. you're doing, and yes. kind of walk that back and think it through. Think a it through bit. a little bit. Think it through. Think it through. <laughs> so, 
Okay, and our last point today, point number five, is to realize that that person of a, the opposite sex, um, he or she, she is your sister in Christ, he is your brother in Christ mm-hmm. before they are ever your spouse. Right. Um, Job 31, 1, I just, I like this. I know it's from a guy's perspective because Job here, but I made a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. Right. So Job just saying purity and thinking about, you know, things through the lens of, of that person is, is created in the image of God. Right. And, um, and it's something he, I like that also, that Job, like he pre-planned it. I mean, he knew that everybody can struggle with it. Yes. But he made a covenant not to even look at things or do anything that potentially might lead him down a path that he did not want to go. Right. And down a path that was not honoring to the Lord. Right. Yep. And that's a big... He was vigilant. Yes. That's a big step to to make that, that covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point, the point here, you know, again, is that we must treat the dating relationship with respect. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I think there's just a lack of maturity. This yeah. can be, I can definitely see it as a guy going, knowing what teenage and into college years, hormones and just the dumb, stupid decisions that guys <laughs> can make. But girls are, are guilty of, of it too. We all can, can do that. And it's right. just a lack of maturity, I think, sometimes. And, um, if you're not mature enough to date and, and take things seriously, then don't, you know, right. like pull back from it, uh, hit pause and, and pray for some godly direction and mm-hmm. counsel. Seek it out. There's, there's people out there that you can kind of, <clears throat> you know, engage in a mentorship type of relationship or just at least observe from afar and say, right. that's the kind of relationship I want to have. Right. So just looking at uh, that other person first as a child of God, right, recognize that their identity is first to Jesus and in Jesus. Um, as a guy, I, I want to uphold that. I want to encourage um, uh, that potential person uh, um, as, as we're dating and thinking about marriage. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and also, you know, guys, just to take seriously that, that, role of spiritual headship, even in preparation for marriage. This is a little bit more directed just to guys, but saying, you know, I want to lead well, even while I'm dating this person. If I'm really considering marriage here, um, that means going to church. That means leading uh, as far as reading God's word together, praying together, Mm -hmm. you know, engaging in ministry together. Like those are things that I want to be taking some leadership in. And I think, if you have somebody who is a very strong potential for a spouse, for a wife, she's going to respond to that and, right. and want to, to be led, I say lead, but you know, right. she wants to be under that, that covering that, that you're providing. Right. Um, so just good habits to start even while you're dating, mm-hmm. preparing for getting engaged that the whole time frame before taking your vows. Right. So you're setting your marriage up for success. Yeah. Yeah. And those are things, you know, even as we go back, like I, I wish I would have had this advice a little, you know, 20 years ago or whatever, just to kind of <laughs> say, this is, this is hey, what you need care. to focus on. Yeah. yeah. Go back and talk to your younger self and 
maybe slap them upside the head a couple times. And <laughs> <laughs> so, but again, with kids coming up, hopefully we're, we're trying to impart that to them and, yeah. and stress these things. So, so just wrapping up here and I, I know that there's a lot that we've missed and we could spend a few more episodes just really drilling down on this more, just on this idea of dating. Um, but Really just want to end with a pledge to purity and a higher standard in terms of our dating relationships. Uh, you know, just as Adam and Eve were told not to eat the fruit, mm-hmm. we are told not to pursue wrong paths in our relationships with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Finding the right path, God's path, leads to blessings, leads to rewards and fulfillment. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So... Thank you guys so much for joining us again. We are looking forward to our next episode. It's going to be the last in this series of Walking the Path. Um, but next week, we're going to look a little more specifically at getting ready to say I do. Um, is there someone you know who is getting close to tying the knot? Um, if so, this will be for them. So I hope you guys tune in. And uh, Corey, would you lead us out with our closing verse from Ephesians? Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Amen. Guys, have a wonderful day. God bless. Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.